About time. Holy cow. I was finished in something. Hey, what were you finishing? Huh? Um, I, I don't care. Leveling up my Titan so I can do the raid tonight. I don't care. <laughs> Are you going to join us? Yeah, I'll join you for the raid. Yeah. You got to teach me everything, though, because I'm completely lost. It's pretty easy. I'm, I'm sure it is. It's, it's, it's pretty um, fun, too. But yeah, the I have my you know, warlocks at six fifty. I think my uh, hunter's like a six forty eight or forty nine, and then right now my titan's only six twenty one. But three of the pieces of armor are still in like the five nineties. So if I get lucky with some of these, um, you know, daily bounties and whatnot, I can hopefully get up to like a six. Because the other day I went from on my hunter from a six twenty up to a six forty six in like a day because of the way with the weapons and everything. Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially if you're, you know, actually, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, congratulations, I guess. Uh, how was your day, man? It's been a while since we did a podcast. Pretty good. Just kind of relaxing. Yeah. Now I almost completely forgot about today with the podcast and everything. It's funny when I was, um, <clears throat> One of the people that were training me on this little thing I got going on, he he's he's huge on like game production, but he's he loves Metal Gear Solid. He was teaching me the lore on that game. Like it was, it's very political, honestly. It is. I I only looked into it a little bit before, and yeah, it's definitely political. It's I mean, dope. what isn't political about a box? Chow, <laughs> <laughs> And then the exclamation point that like pops up, it's like boom! It's like ah! I know, I love it. It's so freaky though. Yeah, I mean, like it's like realistic and cartoony at like the same time. I know it's so so weird. It's like uh, the, it's you know, like, the game. like the box thing reminds me of like Looney Tunes or something. Like that's something like that would they would do. Well, it's, it's they just like, pull the box out of their like fucking pants and like hide. Where did it go? Well, I was gonna say. Reminds me, this game, it's like this game knows it's a game. This game knows you're playing a game. That's the, I think that's what it feels like. Because there's times in the game where it actually interacts there, like outside the screen, obviously, and it's so freaky. I remember he was telling me there's like a part, like in the third, called the Metal Gear. It was, I think it was just called, yeah, I think it was the first Metal Gear Solid, not not uh, not the one that was on Nintendo, but Metal Gear Solid One. There was a scene where you fought this. And he would respond to you like he, he was like, it's my first time seeing this video, by the way. And he, he was like, it's supposed to be a boss with super psychic power. And uh, he, he was able to predict your players movements and all that, like in the game. Right. Yeah. Whoop to do. But he started like reading your memory card games you played. You know, it's so creepy. He was like, I see you've been playing. You know, I see you've been playing this game. I see you've been playing this game lately. You me you know it's so crazy like he <laughs> it's so crazy and i don't know it's cool how they uh you know make it uh it's very creepy imagine being like eight years old playing metal gear and that happens You're like, Holy how shit. does it know what i've been playing <laughs> and like i don't know my, my, you know my uh, co-worker was telling me about that it's been it's been a while since i podcast man honestly i have to be honest with you <clears throat> yeah so there's a lot of training been going on you know pain i'm no longer representing 
you know, the energy business, Green Mountain Energy, and I'm doing internet services and stuff like that, doing training with that. Um, girl, I got a, you know, I got a girlfriend now, so there's like a lot of stuff going on. I'm just exhausted, and like the last thing I'm thinking about is a podcast. To be honest. Hey, you got a life now. <clears throat> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's just been, it's been a long, I'm just, I'm just really exhausted, honestly, but uh, yeah, mm, I've been like digging mac and shit. I've been making a whole bunch of that. It's like I'm pregnant or something. <laughs> I've been making a lot, although unfortunately I have to, <clears throat> there's most mac and cheese I can't eat because of the, most of them have paprika to color it yellow. So I have to find ones that don't have paprika or white cheddar ones that usually don't have it. Oh, so like right. the. Craft like white cheddar doesn't have it, and then like Aunt Annie's like white cheddar, and it's funny because most people are like, oh, you need the white cheddar. I'm like, I actually have no problem with the yellow one, except that it makes my stomach like it messes with it. Oh, excuse me. I do remember. I do remember we talked about this before. Well, oh, excuse me, I'm burping now. Holy fart! All right, so we're just gonna get right into it. Welcome, welcome everyone. Talking for like five minutes straight, but uh, welcome everyone to the. Orbs for Days Clan Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, 01193. I'm your host, Wayne. Boom. And uh, we got our co-host here today. We got Navy Man 913. 914, right? I say there's a four, not a three. My fault. <laughs> it's on My the fault. screen. I'm not even looking, bro. I'm not even looking at the, the phone, bro. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm looking at my blue mic. Um. <laughs> Well, welcome everyone to the 19th, 19th episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. It's really nice to have you guys. And like I said, it's been a while since we did a did a podcast. It's been two weeks. It's, uh, it hasn't been as it hasn't been as consistent, but I want to start working on that again. But yeah, so uh, today's episode, we're just going to reflect on you know just our, our our times, good and bad times, in Destiny Two in two thousand eighteen. First of all, for our listeners, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. And same for you, Adam. Ooh, thank you, you too. <laughs> I just, I don't you, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, buddy. But um, yeah. So you, uh, you know, happy holidays. You know, crew. Um, cool thing about it is one thing. Um, I guess one thing I can say this year. I mean, technically, it just happened, but I'm just gonna let in but uh we've actually just had a huge influx of people coming to the clan people that really you know seem invested in the game and you know teamwork and just want to play and you know thanks to adam adam's like pioneering this i guess you know just he's talking to a bunch of people and like we had at least like 10 to 15 people join the clan like like two days i'm getting like a bunch of notifications for it so that's kind of nice well, I mean, even though our clan's big, there's been no more than like two or three online recently. Like, it's, most of them have stopped, either stopped playing Destiny or just have been busy. So it's like we can never do anything as a clan anymore. That's true. Yeah, no, it's a, kind of a sad reality. Honestly, I, um, I'm trying to think about what I'm going to miss. Well, what I, well, not what I miss, but a uh, memorable moment. Memorable moment in D2. I remember, yeah, that's crazy. I remember when Destiny 2 first came out, I uninstalled Destiny 1. It's so funny. The mentality where I was never going to go back to D1. And boy, that was a mistake. I installed that game like after a month. <laughs> Crazy. 
No, but uh, I don't know. I guess the most memorable memorable moment I can think of right now is um, just the new super abilities. Definitely very vague. I mean, very uh, very broad, but uh, I mean, very not not broad, but um, very basic. You know, because they they advertised the new supers. I thought that was very cool. The American thing, and uh, I, don't know, I thought that was very cool. I thought I thought they made a very good choice. I still think to this day they should make Stormcaller like run on two feet instead of. And like anytime you want to do an attack, you actually use your hand. You don't just extend your hands out the whole time. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Like you know how the Titan runs on the fist of havoc. Mm-hmm. And I think the Storm College should do the same thing. I think that'd be much sexier. I don't know. I like the Warlock floating. I wish he maybe floated a little faster, especially I get Nova Warp. He is slow unless you start blinking around. I, mean, I don't know. Can you, but can you imagine though? Can you, can you imagine being a Storm Caller, being in stealth mode, like you? And you can either run, float, or just, like, kind of sneak and, then like, zap people around the corner or something. Oh, that'd be kind of dope. <laughs> really be quiet, I guess, because you got electricity constantly popping around you. I don't know. What about you, Adam? I mean, what? What was your most memorable moment? You got any you, you enjoyed this year? What's going on? What? Say something. Um, well, my most or my least favorite moment was Osiris. A but, freaking loser. <laughs> well, I take it back. That's probably my second most or my least favorite moment. My least favorite moment is Zavala and him being a little uh I don't know what you want to call it. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't want to say certain things on the podcast, but him being a little little wimp when Cade died and he's like, you know, no, we're not gonna do anything. And then Cora's like but it's K, like you fucking little bitch. <laughs> you just you couldn't even help yourself. <laughs> I like at that point I hate Zavala. Like he he is like, you know he's the, and the funny thing is after um we lost the tower he was kind of like the one where he's like I need my fire team like let's go back and like kill you know uh Gaul like let's go like I need K and I need Akora and mm. so then of course he sends us on a little errand boy mission to go find him. <laughs> well, how about this? Uh, what about this moment? Uh, what about uh, <clears throat> now that freaking out? So, I've, so since Forsaken came out, I gotta say, Forsaken itself was oh, excuse me, a huge turn too because I, 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 I found myself constantly just playing different games, which is kind of normal. But as a Destiny fanboy, I usually am pretty loyal to just playing the game, which you know, whatever. I mean, there's nothing wrong with switching games, but uh, it says a lot for me because I'm usually on Destiny every single day. But uh, when it got boring, but can really turn the game around and i think specifically um once we you know found out the whole story basically well um prince aldrin in, ends up killing Cade because by the darkness and also manipulated by riven with hallucination hallucination hallucinations of his sister you know because for her anyway but uh, the whole point of me bringing that up is uh we find out that he is resurrected as a guardian now uh prince aldrin which is crazy I wonder how they're going to play that out. I think they can go crazy. Now, the reason why I brought that up is because uh, you, you, you said that, you know, you was, spoiler alert. <clears throat> well, care. But <laughs> um, you, you brought up Zavala, you know, being, um, you know, being a little punk and, you know, talking, you know, not really, it didn't really seem to show, show much um for effort to really get revenge on his own fire team, you know, dying. But can you imagine them like twisting it up in Zavala? Using it, 
and just like wanting them like constantly just killing him and he's coming back just keep shooting him and <laughs> <laughs> like it's amazing can you imagine if it was just roles were reversed let's be honest because when Kate died Zavala was more reserved and I guess his, his mind was more city and wanted to keep the city safe even though he you know but at the same time Zavala was more vengeful and really wanted to avenge Kate's death Kate's death and can you imagine if the roles what if they see Aldrin back because anytime there's a new guardian they're led to the city and as can you imagine, as Aldrin is like taking a stroll through the city, his little t- his tour, it's like tackled by Zavala. I'd be okay with that. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I mean, I'm sure that wouldn't change your mind, your thoughts and feelings on Zavala, because you know you seem pretty set. I mean, Zavala's not my favorite character either. In terms of character development, though, Zavala is like the most boring. Akora, I just got a crush on Akora. It's funny. I actually like Osiris better than better than the Vanguard, just because he's so ironically lame. <laughs> the root mine guardian. No, sharks sounds like me. You know, this, all the cheesy lines. Give me back my ghost. All the stupid lines. It's so retarded. I don't know. Every one of his lines are stupid. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. I think that's why it's so ironic. I like him better than Zavala, because I talk about him more than I talk about Zavala, and I don't even like him. I don't know. You know the little, the little. Uh, you know the thing I I do also like in 2018. Uh, I sound so cliche. You know, you know what I like in 2018. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the uh, Go Fast update when things started turning together. Like the team. One thing I actually hated the most was there was the team shotting. Everyone's holding hands. I freaking hated that. Oh my god. I remember I never I never thought this would happen, but I remember I couldn't play Destiny 2 PvP in the old sandbox state that it was in in like 30 minutes. I couldn't do it. I had a hard time. I just would quit streaming and stream something else. I remember those days. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but now all they need to do is bring What? Bring back what? Trials. Yeah, speaking of trials, dude, I'm glad you brought that up, by the way. Um, we talk about this all the time, wanting trials to come back. And honestly, I'll be perfectly fine with 3v3 or 4v4 elimination. I'll be just fine. Um, I believe the sandbox is very good uh, in the state that it's in. Um, well, actually, you know what? I saw a tweet. I haven't been playing PvP lately, but I saw a tweet by – what's this guy's name? I forgot his name already. Anyways. I'm going to read the tweet. Hold on. It's loading right now. We actually really caught my attention. Let me see. Um, forgot the guy's name. Uh, triple Wreck. That's it. Triple Wreck. Tri- triple Wreck. Triple Wreck. Anyway, uh, he said Crucible is in a pretty rough spot. And this update alone isn't going to run a, uh, re- re- wait, what? Revigorate? Re- what? I can't, I can't, I can't read. Revigorate? Okay. I just don't see that word often on paper. <laughs> anyway, last he said it's basically not gonna uh, going to rent. I can't say what's the word I'm saying. Reinvigorate. Thank you. Reinvigorate lasting interest. Most people can only play so so much quick play. They want purpose. Needs massive improvements, and the absence of trials has severely severely hurt the state of PvP. Do you agree? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Um... 
I do agree to an extent the, that we, I, I mean, I want trials back. But I mean, competitive is still really fun for me. It's I think that it has improved my game drastically playing competitive where it is frustrating. And there's times I still get my ass kicked. Um, going into quick play now is almost not even fun because if we go in with like six of us, we just absolutely crush people. And like, you know, with all of us having like a two OKD or something like it's we are got we have gotten pretty good when there's six of us now in quick play. But competitive, we still we still lose, and so it's still it's still a challenge at times. I mean, granted, there are some games where we just you know roll people over, but there are also games we get rolled over, and that's what I want with like why trials I want to be back is because it there is no you know well oh we're automatically like gonna win like very rarely do we go into quick play anymore being like you know oh be tough you just want a competitive you just want you just want well, I mean, you just want a challenge. I get it. You just want that competitive spirit back. You know what I mean? Or I guess contingent and competitive. Is Wait, hold fun. On, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't hear you. You must have been talking when I was talking. Say it again. Sorry. The competitive mode is fun. But, yeah, I would just like more of an end state. Um, end state. Than just, you know, like going, going flawless or something. You know, yeah, winning in competitive is fun. But I want there to be like another, you know, flawless. Oh, absolutely. Do you think they should bring boons back? I think so. Bring what back? Boons. You know how the boons of Osiris oh. like a forgiveness oh. boon? You know, no. Really? I prefer that. I want that. Why not? Because you still had to win seven in a row. Yeah, so, so what? You know, that boon didn't well, I mean, I guess it tactically could matter way late in the game. Like, if you already had, like, six wins and you lost your, like, you know, like that one. But really, you know, I think it makes it actually even more challenging now than it did before. Because, again, you could, you know, win – well, you had to win nine then. But then if you had the two boons, one, you got an automatic win. And then if you won your first one, you got two wins. So you, you could play one game and end up with three wins. So you yeah. would need another, what, six so, yeah, you need to win seven games. And so if you won, like, six and then lost your seventh and you got that, whatever, the mercy boon or whatever, and then yeah. played again, like, yeah, you still went flawless, but you, you had a, a loss in there where now in trials you had, you know, flawless is flawless. Flawless is seven wins in a row, you know, without a loss. Not, you know, well, but I had a boon. No, I get what you're saying. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I mean, I totally understand. I think – the reason why I enjoyed the boon so much is because it created that roller coaster up down feeling. You're doing good, and you run to you run into someone who's really good. You happen to beat them, you're like, oh gosh, man. So I got I got a mercy boon. We got to win this. I don't know. I believe I'm I'm looking uh, from a um from a from a uh, from a perspective. I'm not I mean I'm looking at it from a spectator standpoint. Okay, from a from a per, from a from a uh, perspective. You know what I'm saying, and I like watching that. It's like it's like really fun, and also being a being a player while that's happening. I'm I'm just remembering it. It was just so intense, and made and it made the win that more gratifying. You know, when you will come back. I get what you're saying. Like the true competitiveness, you have to get all wins and losses. Yeah, I get that, but trials in itself, I believe, just wasn't fun because a the sandbox, b the maps, and um, c it, uh, it just wasn't Trials of Osiris. You know what I mean? It just wasn't. So, so the sandbox was different. The, no, actually, that's one, 
that I think they really need to expand on, which is still pissing me off to this day, is the nine. We, you know, we had Zer before, who's an agent of the nine. We knew very little about him. Now we have trials of the nine, and we have a little bit of lore and grimoire about the nine, but they need to do more. Like they, we need to know more about the nine. Like I'm not saying, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, still just hints, more hints, but they need to do more with the nine. Like it seems like it's almost like with the stranger, where in their mind it's like, well, no, we're not going to do anything else with that because we think it's done. But from the gamer standpoint, it's like, no, you're, you're like stringing people along, like hinting about certain things, and then just leaving people out, like hanging them out to dry. I kind of gave up on this point, honestly. I mean, the, the story development is, I think, getting better in Destiny, but uh, there's a lot of things that just aren't clear right now, or just odd, or whatever. I don't know. I, I believe that. I, I mean, now, I guess the one thing that I'm still not clear about is in order to be a guardian, do you have to die and be resurrected? Or what if you're alive and like a ghost finds you? Like, is that possible? Is that like a thing? I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. I think uh, actually like an anomaly where actually there is there is a case where um, there was a case where someone was alive and they became a guardian and the gunslinger we know now is um, what's the gunslinger's name? He's famous. The one who the killed him, like the the guy who killed Rezo. Uh, who killed Dregnior. I don't know his name. I'm not good with the uh, hunt like yeah. old guys' names, especially yeah. not hunters. Yeah, I forgot his. But uh, Jaron, oh Jaron. So when Jaron Ward died, because Jaron Ward was the originator of the you know uh, last word and you know the golden gun, right? Aaron Ward died, his ghost went on to, uh, I forgot the guy's name, the guy that's now like alive, taking the mantle, basically. Uh, but uh, it's interesting, maybe the, kind of makes you think what the light is and how the light can be in someone already. But um, usually, yes, yes, you have to be dead in order to become a guardian because you have to be resurrected as one. But that was actually one case where, you know, so, someone was. And why, like, or, or how did Aldrin have that? And it was was it going to be the case regardless of him getting corrupted? Oh, give me give me one wait, give me one second. Hold on. All right. Uh, keep talking. I'm listening. Go ahead. What was the question? I mean, just in general, I'm kind of frustrated with the whole issue with him. Where you know, again, especially because you know they talk about uh, it's it took our ghost like years to find us and he almost gave up and this and that. And then this, you know, like a month after we kill Aldrin, this ghost just strolls along. He's like, Oh, Hey, look who I found. Let's resurrect him. Like, he's like, what? Like, what just happened? So I don't know. I mean, it's, it is what it is, but it's just one of those. It's like a, a weird thing in my mind that, you know, it's, you think about it, though, bro. I mean, like, um, the, you know, it's just, I'm not. I'm going. I'm going to be really corny here, though. Um, I just I thought of it just now. Do you remember that scene, that cutscene? Uh, the speaker was talking to Gull, and the Gull wanted to. Well, there's multiple scenes, but basically, when the traveler was talking about devotion, sacrifice, and and Gull wanted to know how he be, he could become the a wielder of light. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it, devotion. You know, he was a very dedicated dude. I'm talking about Prince Aldrin. He was devoted to his sister. He was devoted to, 
you know, getting her back and doing anything for her. He sacrificed his own life, you know. Uh, well, unintentionally. <laughs> I mean, still, doesn't matter. He, he, you know, he was corrupted. Again, he got hit by that darkness. That's you true. Know, he, he wasn't acting in his own accord at that point. Wait, well, actually, when you think about it, he kind of was. I'm, t- I'm, not, I'm talking about prior. So when he died, when it, since the fact that he was on that ship in, 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 the, in the fleet, you know, he was willing to die for his sister because he was doing his job, and he knew that he could die doing it. It's not. I'm not, I'm not saying he was gonna like killing himself, but he. he this, it's a sacrifice, right? You know, like it's like being in the military. Like you don't know if you may live or die, but you're willing to make that choice and go out there and take that chance. And then he ultimately he did die. Granted, yes, he was corrupted by the darkness. He was corrupted by the darkness, and he was manipulated by Riven. Because he wanted his sister so bad, but I mean, I can see him being a good guardian. I, I can, he could definitely, qual- or he could be like the Drifter, and the Drifter represent, you know, the uh, he doesn't represent the traditional guardian. He's just a. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, I didn't think the Drifter was. I don't think he had a ghost. He, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a guardian. I don't remember that ever being mentioned or. Anything. Honestly, I just, I'm just. You know, I, I kind of forgot he was a guardian too. But yeah, he's a guardian. He's just a rogue one. Just not he's just not a traditional guardian. Yeah, I don't. I'm, that makes me curious though. What this what the story is going to be like though? Like for Aldrin, how 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 the characters are going to develop and react based off of this fact? Like I believe the queen already knows about his brother. And then you think about it, the queen didn't seem too upset about his. She already knows he 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 was he was dead. It's kind of interesting how, because uh, she doesn't really care for guardians too much. She's not really too fond of us because we guardians don't really have. We're all about the light, 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 and we don't really have any any real regard for our own lives because we can just come back. So she's not really fond. She's more fond of like balance because she's an awoken, awoken or born of light and dark. But uh, it's interesting that her brother, you know, I kind of wonder how she's gonna react. I think she already knew. I don't. And hey, bring bring Bife on here or something so he can talk. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but I'm very interested uh, when it comes to the character development and uh, just finding out what's going to happen. And I'm to be honest, I'm kind of done with Osiris. Anytime I see him, I don't really care. But uh, no, I don't need to know more about Osiris. No, it's not about knowing more about him. It's just seeing him. I don't really care about character development for Osiris. No, yeah, I'm. I kind of yeah. I think he should just. Drift into the darkness. Um, although, I, mean, I guess the only thing is that, you know, supposedly him, who is it? It was like him and Toland and someone else. I think he what was about, with Toland. What about like, that? Were like, into, like the darkness. And that was kind of like why they kind of got uh, almost banished, per se. Well, Toland got banished because he was dwelling too, too, uh, he, he was developing too much in hive lore and it was kind of i think osiris was well one he wanted to take it to the enemy but same thing he was looking into and like studying the enemy tech and like yeah one 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 was one was like you know uh really obsessed with the vex and one was obsessed with hive so that's the only interesting thing that but we don't really have a whole lot from that like and that's and to me that's why i wish more of the 
exotics had more like lore behind them. It seems like some of the exotics, like they're, although they're cool, like where they came from, there's like the backstory behind them isn't a whole lot. Like some of them are, but you know, like the last word type of thing, or or even the like, you know, even though we don't have it now, like the bad juju and some of these things where they where they originated and how they came to be. You think they're bringing back the bad juju? I mean, maybe, you know, depends on where they go with it. I don't know what update Savathun is going to be coming, but I, they better bring her. Like, there have been way too many hints about Savathun, you know, her being the one who's in charge of the Taken, and, you know, with Savathun's song and her trying to, you know, summoning her to come oh, so and everything. She, oh, so she's, she's definitely coming back. I mean, she's already canceled for um... – from for Orcs' throne, which is interesting also because she also, I believe, made, uh, I believe, uh, when when Riven was a lot smaller, um, Oryx took her, like, taking her, I guess, with the ability, not physically took her, but also used his powers to actually take her. Make her take it. Like, make what her take? take her. Exactly. Conform her to the darkness, right. And, uh, very interesting, and uh, and then once I believe once we killed once we killed uh, Oryx, she was uh, Riven was free from that. But it's very, I'm just confused, honestly. I got to go back and watch those videos on uh, on that stuff. But it's very interesting, um, and I believe also uh, Sabathun made a wish with with Riven to where which 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 uh, made which kind of made the curse weak. You know what I mean? Like the three week curse in uh, the Dreaming City. Yeah, where it's like you know, it's like the each time we uh, each time we we kill, 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 uh, we actually give her more power because she wanted in her wish, or either either a we keep killing things and keep giving Sabathun more power, or we let her take over the we still lose. And I believe she she's the uh, she's the cunning sister, I believe. I think so. So this is actually very. We didn't fight yet. Well, the only two we didn't fight yet was is her, and then the other one, which is also like a a knight of war or something like that. Yeah, she was like the like ruthless one, I think. Oh, her. I, I don't know. Honestly, I I kind of forgot. I mean, I'm just not sure. But yeah, I we're definitely gonna see Sabathun. Absolutely. I, so <laughs> I hope they bring back because they're bringing back the what is it, the rose that's like the precursor to the thorn. That's what I heard. That's what I so heard. So that'd be nice if during if when Sabathun comes back, whatever DLC that is, they bring back things like thorn and maybe Necrochasm for you, um, bad Necro, juju, Necro and touch, touch. Yeah, even t- I mean, honestly, the, you know, if you think about it, like I don't know, you know, the touch was, you know, had like the darkness and like the would it have like Oryx's sword hilt in it, didn't it? Or something, or like a heart or something? Heart. Just so, I mean, we're, 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 like, we're like carrying on the will of Oryx each time we kill something. But, but that would be a weapon where we could, you know, end up using, you know, against Savathun or her, you know, horde, you know, and so it'd be one of those again. I like, I, I like the lore and the weapons behind those. Granted, that weapon was ridiculous grinding to get. But it was a fun gun, and well, obviously you were good at it with PvP. Um, but aside from that, it was just it was a fun gun to get because it wasn't just something you just randomly got, and then there was no real story about it. It was just a cool gun. 
I, I like the ones where there's quests behind getting them and you have the things you have to do to get them are directly related to the gun. Like we had to go and then kill like certain things with it. And I, uh, I think we had to do parts of the raid with it or, or like with the quest, like to be able to forge it or whatever. Um, and so I missed those, but I think just destiny or Bungie is shying away from some of that stuff because, uh, they're just afraid. Like they're just, they're, they're going with a lot of the safe, easy things, which is why I think they're bringing back, bringing back last word. I mean, it really, you know, because so many people wanted it. I think they're just kind of at this point, just trying to get some small wins to kind of re-solidify the community before trying anything, you know, kind of new or drastic again. Honestly, I, I believe they're going to bring back all the that. Here's what that thing they just need to do now. I feel like once they, once they start exotics, you might as well just bring them all back for this game. Just bring them all back, and then when Destiny Three comes out, just make sure everything is new. I think then make everything new. Don't bring back any old exotics. I hope they don't do that. But yeah, honestly, I'm just at this point, just bring everything back. You think they're gonna bring back uh freaking uh, somebody? I, it's funny. I was uh, the guy that came and installed and gave me my new modem for Comcast. He he used to play Destiny. Uh, he's a big fan of the Icebreaker. You think they're gonna bring that gun back? I highly doubt it. Probably not. Or they do. Not. It's gonna be different. It's gonna have something else, or or the way it regenerates ammo or something is gonna be different. There's gonna be there's gonna be a contingency plan in there. Oh, by the way, um, uh, when do you plan on doing this raid? Um, well, when we're done with this podcast, I am going to hop back on and try to get some lucky drops during my dailies. I mean, I'm a 621 now. I'm hoping I can get one or two pieces of armor and pop me up into the 630s and then we'll probably go. Sounds delicious. If well, and assuming we have six people (laughs) right now, there was four. Well, it was me, AJ, Doran and Sarah. And then with you, you'll be five. So we still need a sixth anyways. <clears throat> okay. Oh, you know who I miss the most? And uh, you know who the, the, the enemy I miss the most in, in the Destiny universe? Uh, you say you, 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 pick your, you pick yours first. Actually, you pick yours first I, and I'll pick mine. You got boss the, the enemy or... if, if, boss. So if you could bring a boss back, <clears throat> uh, you have to be, it has to be one. Who, who would it be? I don't know his name, but the, the knight who is defiled. Psylocke? Yes, yeah, Psylocke, the defiled. That guy. He was fun, where he like made all the, the ground all like hot and you had to like jump around and avoid things. That wasn't Psylocke. That was the, uh, the Flaming Prince. Was the one, no, the Flaming Prince is the one you're thinking about. Oh, damn. Yeah, that guy. I like the I like that guy that probably the best. He was interesting, um, but my favorite I would say I would, I would bring back Skolas. Skolas was the man. He was pretty amazing. The reason why I liked him the most, is, I mean I like Crota, but I like Skolas is because uh, first of all he was just an awesome Kel. He was very very manipulative, very vengeful. He's kind of crazy, but at the same time I like the fact that he was mixing Vex tech. You realize a lot of enemies mix Vex tech, you know, when they get too powerful. He was mixing Vex tech. He was transporting the entire house of wolves through time. I thought that was kind of cool. I liked him a lot. Well, what I find interesting is that, you know, again, 
because of the vanguard and their whole goody two shoes attitude, you know, if if a Kel, a single Kel can like try to do this and be able to do this stuff, it's like imagine what the vanguard could do, the entire vanguard, if they actually, <clears throat> you know, did research into it and and actually like developed stuff, like it, we would be unstoppable. Ooh. You know, and I think you know even you know the. Same thing with like Braytech, and that's probably why they got banished. Although it was weird because I think Braytech actually was not allowed to talk to the Ishtar Academy on Venus because, well, then like the thing, you know, the whole they were they just did not agree with each other. <clears throat> you know what else? I'm also stuck on you know who another character that intrigues me is Callus. I'm really, really, and despite how many times we fought his robot in the raid, I'm really intrigued by him. I really, I'm. I, I want to meet him, and I also want to see what he's bringing to the table because he's definitely, definitely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's, um, uh, I don't know. He's, uh, as I said, he's, he's, he's building so much suspense based off of, you know, what he's saying. He's, uh, he's, he's saying he knows this, he has this power, this, this, that. Well, man, let's, let's see what you got. And he wants us to join him. But I believe he also believes that there's a more intimate threat or some, you know, we need this. He needs to stop. I don't think he needs us, but I think he definitely prefers us. Maybe. Well, I don't think he prefers us. I think he just is using us just like every other person that came before him. He used them until they die and then he goes and finds someone else. (laughs) No, but you realize, I mean, but we keep passing tests of the test. I mean, that is true in a sense, but I think he oh, really. So, and I forget the guys' names, but all the armor that was based off of, they, they all passed the test too. And that's why, you know, Ace Defiant and all those other ones. And he used them until eventually they died. Like he had them do missions and all those other stuff. And eventually they died. And so then he goes and finds someone else. That's true too. I don't know. I mean, what I makes us. Names, but yeah, there was like, because there was, again, there was at least, well, I think it was probably a Hunter, a Titan, and a. Thing, but I don't know if they were guardians. They weren't guardians, bro. They were like creatures from different planets, warriors, but from different planets, warriors. But what makes us different is that we technically we can we technically can die, but we we we're we're we're, in, we're invincible. We are we're we're immortal, man. We we keep coming back. I mean, I don't know. You should ask Kate how that works out. Uh, that's why I said technically we can die, moron. <laughs> Uh, let me see. No, I'm just intrigued about Callus, man. I'm intrigued what he has to bring to the table. He keeps, you know, puffing himself up and saying, you know, he cares for us and how much he really treasures us. Rather, he's using us, you know, uh, as a means to an end, whatever. That's fine. I just kind of want what the in- intimate threat is or what he's offering, what he could put to the table or bring to the table. I don't know. Well, based on that, remember that one video after we completed the campaign and woke up the traveler what was the next step that we have after this where are we going next um, it's, it's it. definitely Sabathun. but what are we going back to saturn is that what's next i think we're, yeah i think we're going back to saturn and you saw like the dreadnought still in the saturn oh yeah it's still there you can still see it floating around over there yeah so definitely i think we're going to you know go back to saturn that was the next one And I think after that, that was it. I think Sabathun is the last one. 
But I mean, then, well, because there's one DLC that's the Joker's Wild. That's a Gambit one, right? That's Gambit. But I don't think, I think that's going to be its own thing again. I don't think that's going to come. I mean, it might. I don't know. I think it should. Then I think there's going to be a lot of dribble up. But there's a, something else after that, too. And, yeah, I don't know. Either. And I'm excited, dude. I need to start playing. Anyway. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring this podcast to a close. It's been forty minutes. It's not very organized, but we're just talking. So, uh, anything else you want to add there, Adam? Um, I don't think so. Although I'm beginning to hate Titans more and more. Why? Because you got no skill. No, they're just not fun to me. Like I actually do enjoy the Hunters as much as I hate Hunters. They are good, and I, mean, I still made my favorites a Warlock, but. I was playing on my Titan again today, and I'm just like, man, like, this is – I really don't want to be on this guy right now. It's all right. It's not meant for everybody, man. Just stay in your lane. All right. But, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch you <laughs> soon. Uh, when we get off here, we'll hop back on and get ready for a raid. <laughs> I like how you just didn't really respond to that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, thank you guys for <clears> – got a hair in my throat. Gosh. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Orbs for Days Clan Podcast. And until then, we'll see you guys in orbit. See you later. See you. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate that, as always. If you guys want to check us out on other social platforms, feel free to do so on Instagram and Facebook. You can just type in Orbs for Days and you'll just find it. Also, if you want to check us out on other podcast platforms, whether you have Android or iPhone, there's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and even Spotify. Also, if you want to keep updated with uh, content creation or podcast uploads and times, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Wayne01193. And also, if you want to check me out live on Twitch, you can also follow me on Wayne01193, acting a fool. So you guys have a good one. Appreciate it.